This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. According to BC Hydro, more than half the province's power outages are caused by falling trees. The number is probably higher on Cortez and Quadra Islands, which are heavily forested. Trees appear to be dropping on power lines every time there's a storm. There's also large numbers of relatively young trees falling over in the forest and in people's yards. Some of them were critically weakened by root rot. In yesterday's interview, General Manager Mark Lombard said a significant number of the fir trees that Cortez Forestry General Partnership recently harvested were afflicted by root rot. So Cortez Currents asked, how do you recognize root rot? Walk out into the forest or to the edge of your yard and look up in, into the forest, look at the fir trees. A healthy fir tree will be, the crown will be green and typically fairly uniform and vibrant. It's a, very similar to a house plant or any plant that you have in the garden. If you look at a plant that has brown on leaves or the leaves are curled up or the plant looks yellowish or drought stressed, you can tell it's not very healthy as opposed to the really, really healthy plant that's green and flowering. And well, it's the exact same thing with the, with the fir trees or any of the trees we get mistletoe and hemlock. But with the fir, if you look up at the crown and you see dead limbs or limbs that are dying, or you see that some of the needles are, are fallen, like it's not like a full crown. If it's a Douglas fir, that typically means it has one kind of root rot, not necessarily, but that's, probably one of the more likely causes of a tree to look unhealthy. Drought can do that, especially with the western red cedar. I think a lot of people on Cortez are familiar with that. You see a lot of that 20 to 40 year old age profile of cedar that's dead along the edges of the lake or the ocean, places that people can see. If you walk out in the forest and you see a fir tree that's fallen over, if it has a big root wad on it, it would typically mean that the wind blew over, so it was a windfall. I'm sure most people are familiar with what I mean by that. There's a big chunk of root and earth that are standing up. But sometimes you'll see a fir tree falling over and there's just a little nub of a root and there's hardly any lateral roots that came up and not much soil. That's a sign of root rot where the roots just deteriorated because there are literally hundreds of mycorrhizal fungi in the soil that are beneficial to the forest or maybe neutral to the trees. But then there's some like the root rot that are a, a, a mycorrhizal fungi that are harmful to the tree. Another kind of root rot can make the tree rot in the stump and just up the first couple meters of the stem. So sometimes you'll see a fir tree that shattered and broke off. And if you look carefully, you'll notice that there's just the outer sapwood ring left and then the heartwood is all rotten away and so when it falls over the the sapwood shatters you can see the tree sort of just broken off which is kind of unlikely because fir is such a strong tree or you know trees meant to stand up so those are some of the signs of root rot and it's not always easy to see what should people do when they notice there is or there appears to be root rot well that's a good question, and I'm not sure I'm the right person to answer it, but we don't have all kinds of anthropogenic studies and perspectives on forestry. We're really only a few years into learning about mycorrhizal fungi and how that network affects the forest and, and nurtures the forest. I think some people like Suzanne Samard at UBC, who's doing the Mother Tree Project, and Paul Stamets, who's been researching fungi for years, would have maybe a little bit better perspective on it than me. 
it's part of the forest ecosystem. It's part of the ecology here. If you have a forest that has some Western red cedar and some Western hemlock and some white pine and some Douglas fir, maybe it doesn't really matter because the root rot doesn't affect the other species anywhere near as much as it affects the, the Douglas fir. A fir falls down, but it's nutrients for the forest and other trees grow in its place. So I don't know if there's anything you should do, but if you have a tree that has obvious signs of root rot and it could fall on your house, I take that one down <laughs> carefully. The BC Ministry of Forests Handbook, Managing Root Disease in British Columbia, lists a number of recommended treatments. One, replant the area with species less susceptible to root rot. Two, stump removal has been shown to reduce root rot in the majority of cases where it's been applied. Three, pushover harvesting has been shown to be as effective as stump removal. Four, hardwoods are less susceptible to infection and more tolerant to disease. The roots of birch in particular can form a barrier to underground disease movement. Five, biological controls are introduced agents that can displace or prevent colonization by pathologic fungi and present the spread of disease. Lombard suggested people wanting more information look up Suzanne Simard at UBC, who's doing the Mother Tree Project, and Paul Stamets, who's been researching fungi for years. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.